This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. Primetime Money on Zoomer Radio with Richard Infantino is a paid program. When your personal investments need help to reach your retirement dreams and navigating the complex world of financial planning requires an experienced manager, that's when you know you're ready for primetime. Welcome to Primetime Money on Zoomer Radio with Richard Infantino, Senior Wealth Advisor at RBC Dominion Securities. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Canada's only money show dedicated to those of you 50-plus in your overall investment, tax, and estate planning, and your direct link to all of North America's top money managers with the best ideas on how you can grow your money. And we have an outstanding show planned for you today. You know, it's very difficult times that we're in this summer so far with the uh, the markets And one area that's been knocked back dramatically is the uh, technology sector. So first up is uh, Kim Bolton. He's the founder of Black Swan Dexteritas, and he's here to talk about um, the technology sector and why you should take a look at it now after it's uh, corrected so dramatically. He's going to talk about actually and and get into three stock ideas that he feels that are very timely for you to that you can invest in you know right at this moment. And then uh, secondly, I'm going to go into uh, the six steps for RIF success. So if you're a person that owns a RIF or has a, a LIF account and uh, it's very it's struggling right now because, you know, you're drawing money out of this pool of money. And at the same time, you know, you have the stock market uh, going down and the value of your asset diminishing. You know, how should you structure that? So I have six steps I'm going to be talking about today that you should take a look at and how you should manage that money today and how you should set up the accounts and have them structured for, you know, tax and estate planning. But first, um, you know, it's been very difficult again in in the market to understand what's happening and how to, you know, um, take your account and adjust it so that it's in, in tune with what's happening here with inflation and potential recession that we're in and what kinds of investments you should be holding and which you shouldn't be holding. And then, you know, areas that you can get a higher income in. So we have a special sh- seminar coming up and it's on Wednesday, July 20th. And it's going to be an in-person seminar, and it's at the Oasis Convention Center in Mississauga. And we have a tremendous guest speaker. His name is uh, Craig Bassinger. He's a chief strategist at Purpose Investments. So a chief strategist is somebody that um, puts together the methodology of how you should be, you know, setting up accounts, asset allocation in this kind of a market and giving you all the areas of uh, the market that you should be considering. So that's the kind of person that you want to you want to see in public here. And, and uh, Craig is one of the best ones in the country. So he's going to be coming out. He's going to talk about how to combat potential recession, how to manage your account for rising interest rates and inflation. And, you know, right now, where are the best places and the safest opportunities? So you don't want to mess this special event. Um, and it's no cost to attend. Lunch is going to be included. All you have to do is give Dominique a call, one 891 2637 to reserve your seats. That's one 866 891-2637. And the date again is going to be Wednesday, July 20th. It's lunch and it's going to run from 12 noon to 2 p.m. So you can call her now or after the show. 1-866-891-2637. Okay, stay right there because we have Kim Bolton coming up. He's going to be talking about the technology sector and he has three great ideas for you. Stay with us. I'm Richard Infantino and you're listening to Primetime Money.
Okay, we're back. You're listening to Richard Infantino on Primetime Money. And joining us now is Kim Bolton. He's the founder of Black Swan Dexteritis. And he's here to talk about the technology sector. Hey, good morning, Kim. Thanks for uh, joining us today. Thanks a lot, Rich. Always a pleasure. Let's um, tell everybody again about Black Swan Dexteritis and um, your methodology and uh, how you guys execute your strategy there. So Black Swan Dexteritas is an investment fund manager, uh, registered and licensed across the country and elsewhere around the world. Our focus is into the technology arena, the publicly traded technology arena, not into private companies. Um, although uh, we do have, well, we have two funds in the technology arena, one in, one in the Cayman and one here in Canada. But we also manage uh, some separately managed accounts, um, which uh, uh, diversify across other asset classes. I guess uh, when thinking about our secret sauce, I would say there are two key ingredients. Number one, uh, in the technology arena, uh, we've been doing it now for, well, I've been involved in the technology arena as a portfolio manager for the last 35 years. And I have a, an exceptional team around me of other managers, but also analysts. Uh, I have five analysts now. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, so we're good at what we do in actually seeking out um, those themes and trends and the leadership in those themes and trends in the technology arena. Um, and, of course, we do our financial metrics. But I guess the other, the second sort of key ingredient in, in our process is our hedging, our risk management strategy, which we, um, you know, we hold normally a long stock portfolio, but then we have an overlay on top of that of short equity indexes, like a NASDAQ or a DAX or a Japanese uh, Nikkei. Um, and we short those indices to actually protect the portfolio from corrections and downside risk. Um, and we can either dial up the hedge, that short equity index overlay, or we can dial it down. But, for example, uh, now, and pretty well for most of this year, uh, we've had our hedge sort of upwards of around 90% of the notional value of the stock portfolio. So it's, um, we've been able to protect our investors. Uh, yes, we are down 6.3% year-to-date, but that's a heck of a lot better than um, the, you know, the NASDAQ, which is down about 34%, and the S&P around down 22%. Yeah. So we've been able to keep the, the powder dry. Yeah, that's great. Uh, you know, everybody's uh, listening today because they want to hear about your picks here, and I know you have three of them. Meta Platform, ServiceNow, and NVIDIA. Tell us about those three that you really like. Thanks, Richard. Uh, as, I, as I mentioned, we normally hold a long stock portfolio, so okay. we rarely go short on, on these stocks. Um, but, for example, uh, Meta, this is the old Facebook. Right. Um, it, you know, they are the undisputed king of social media. The company has, has you know, 3.6 billion monthly act, active users across its plat- platforms. And it has 2.9 billion family daily active people. That's pretty amazing when yeah, you think about whatever. the penetration that they have. You know, in, in this world of 8 billion uh, people, to actually have 45% penetration is really a tremendous achievement. So it's, it's a matter of monetizing that reach that they have. 
and uh, and they've been able to do that and you know but it costs money and this is one of the problems that they ran into because um i i, I guess on two fronts number one um they're a software company to this point and therefore rely on other vendors vendors out there of putting their software on other vendors hardware but you uh, your listeners must uh, probably have have heard about the fact that they want to get into the metaverse and also into uh virtual reality and augmented reality so it's it's quite interesting that you know this is a great poster child of what is underlying happening within the technology arena where there's a rotation away from software into a hardware and that normally happens when there is a bit of a correction and a in a uh, potential recession in the market so this is exactly what facebook is doing to help monetize um all of those users of its platforms is they're now adding in a a hardware aspect of it of augmented reality and virtual reality for example with all the various versions of the goggles that they have and the glasses that they have out there so um they're you know they're cutting edge they have great reach and so at uh you know 50% haircut since the beginning of the year this is a tremendous opportunity to actually buy in uh to facebook we have uh so you know uh, meta is currently trading just under 150 um but the average uh analyst price 12 month price target is 277 dollars oh, and so that yeah. is a, an exceptionally long runway okay can we have time for uh probably about two more let's start with uh service now yeah this is a, a software company but it's um you know they operate their now platform for for workflow automation artificial intelligence machine learning performance analytics um and you know it was founded back in 2003 over the last uh 19 years they've acquired uh, uh 16 uh, companies um their product has 99% contract renewal rates they serve over 1100 clients who spend over a million dollars every year so they have great reach um and it's and it's cheap you know uh currently trading you know down around 400 um and it has a, a, a the average analyst 12 month price target is $625 so uh again uh exceptional value at at this point. Oh, those are two great ideas. We have time for one more. Go ahead, Kim, let's uh, talk about yeah. Nvidia. Yeah, Nvidia. Nvidia remains to us one of the greatest secular growth stories in the in in the semiconductor business because it's ra- it's riding the major tailwinds including the transition into the graphic processing unit, the GPU and the data center and gaming and edge computing and autonomous vehicles and AI. think about that that's a lot that's a lot you know they sure. are the king of the graphic processing units for all of those sectors that are the fastest growing sectors in the technology arena data centers gaming edge computing autonomous vehicles and and ai so they uh uh they have great reach they have developed tremendous uh partnerships with the likes of microsoft and sony and tsmc and apple and dell um so they have great reach uh and a terrific product. 
Um, and, and if you look at it currently trading at about $148, uh, the average analyst uh, uh, price target out there is $232. So a great runway. Oh, those are great ideas, Kim. Thanks again for taking the time to join us. My pleasure. Thank you very much, Richard. All right, you take care. Okay, that was Kim Bolton. He's the founder of Black Swan Dexteritas. Remember, commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund and ETFs investments. The distributions are not guaranteed, and they may fluctuate. Please read the prospectus before you invest. Mutual funds and ETFs are not guaranteed. Their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated. The show is sponsored in part by... Black Swan Dexteritas. Okay, folks, stay right there. Do you have a, a RIF account or do you have a LIF? Or are you of the age where you're going to have to open a RIF or a LIF soon? Stay right there because I have the six steps to RIF success. I'm Richard Infantino, and this is Primetime Money. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Richard Infantino and Primetime Money, and now it's time to talk about what we call the six steps Rift success. So if you own or you're investing in a rift at this point and drawing money out, or you're um, close to being into retirement and going to be setting up a rift, I'm going to give you six steps that you should consider. Now, we've been managing money and uh, rift accounts for almost 30 years now. And uh, these are the six steps that I've found over those 30 years that are the most essential when you're looking at setting up that account. It seems like it's simple, but there's a lot more to it in terms of um, having a successful uh, rift account because Again, you're, you're going to be changing things from retirement savings plan, RRSP, saving money to taking money out. So it's the opposite. So you got to focus instead of growth, you're going to be focusing on investments that pay you a regular income because that's what you need to uh, take out of the account. So step number one is uh, to consolidate your RRSPs and your RIFs into one single plan. So if you're dealing with two different banks or two different um, brokerage houses for your, your uh, RRSP account, when you set up the RIF account, you should put them all into one plan. The reason is that it's more simple for you to manage um, understanding what you have and then for you and the advisor to put together an account that provides the income that you need with a diversified uh, portfolio and a great asset allocation in one plan. If you have two different kinds of pro- providers there, then both of the providers are obligated to give you your minimum amount of uh, RIF money out of those two accounts. And it's difficult when you have a piecemeal kind of a plan, and then you have to try to organize that on your own, those two different plans providing you with what type of income you can, you're choosing in that. Okay, step number two is to decide what type of RIF that you want and how you want your assets uh, managed. So you could go to a, a bank branch and say that I would prefer to have an account at just GICs, or I could go to uh, an advisor um, and say I would like to have an, an RRA, RIF account set up so that it's all mutual funds, or you could have a combination of stocks and bonds in there. So you have to go and see what kind of account that you'd like, and then you have to decide on, do you want that a fee-based account or a transaction account? Or if you just want to have an account with a bank branch where you pick and choose the investments on your own. So those are the, that's the next big step is how do you want that to transition over the rest of your life as you own that account? What kind of an account do you want to have set up there? So that's number two. Number three is to take care of the paperwork. So the paperwork is the documentation that you're going to sign to set up that kind of an account. So remember, when you set up a RIF account, number the biggest thing involved around it is how do you want the money to come out? So we'll talk about that in, 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 a, in another um, uh, step. But this step, particularly here, the way you have to set up the account is that um, 
you have to set it so that beneficiaries are taken care of. Remember, your RIF account on passing becomes income if you don't give it to a spouse. If you do decide to give it to a spouse, then when you set up the beneficiary area, you're going to set the spouse up as what's called a successor annuitant. This way, the account goes immediately into their name on passing, and they continue to own all the assets. There's no tax taken off, and they can continue in the following year to draw the money out of that account, um, similarly to the way that the existing person had it in their account. And there's no time lag. So you don't want to set them up as beneficiary because they still get the money tax-free, but the money goes into the estate, and if the estate takes a long time to get resolved, then that money could be subject to a taxable uh, situation. So you want to set them up when you have a spouse as successor annuitant. If you're single, then you want to make sure that, of course, you would set it up as a beneficiary because it would go into your estate, but it would avoid probate. So that's the big thing about setting up the account in the right way so that you have um, um, it set up for uh, estate planning purposes and that's going to flow without tax. That's the whole idea behind estate planning. Okay, step number four. So you're going to decide on the cash flow from the RIF. So the big thing that you have to look at now is that you have in retirement, you're going to have old age security, you're going to have Canada pension plan, and you might have another pension from work. Now you have to draw money out of this RIF account. So at this point, the key thing is you're going to need this as an essential part of your regular income. Now you can take more than the minimum, but the minimum at age 71, once you set up the account, will be 5.2%. So if you have $100,000, then you have to draw out $5,200 out of the account. And you can decide exactly how to set up your account to provide that $5,250. So that's the whole essence of setting up the cash flow and how you want to set up the account because now I know what I'm going to be drawing. The other option that you have when you set up your account is that you can uh, also uh, name your spouse if they're younger uh, you can name them as the the amount that you want to draw out. So say, for instance, um, you're 71 years old, you're converting to a RIF, the spouse is 60. So at this point, you don't have to draw out the 5.25%. You can draw out um, one-third of the account, so a lesser amount, so 3.3% if the person's 60 years old. So it's 90 minus their age, and then you get that percentage, and that's the percentage that you draw out. So this would be a case where... I have my old age security, I have my Canada pension plan, I have my pension. That's enough to live on, but I have to now draw this money out of this RIF. So what's the lowest, the, the, the smallest amount that I could draw? Well, if I have a younger spouse, I can use their age to determine my minimum. And that's what you would choose in that case. Or if you're on the other end of the spectrum now, you're looking at it and you say, okay, this is my only source of income and I have $100,000, but I need... $700 a month. So that's $8,400. So I need 8.5%. How should I set up my account to produce 8.5%? Because you could take more than the minimum um, at any time as well. But you pay tax, it's subject to tax, but you've saved that money up for your retirement. So that's a key de- deciding factor is deciding on the cash flow from the RIF. Once you have the cash flow set up, okay, step number five is the asset allocation. So take example number one, that person is drawing out 5.25%. Example number two, that person is drawing out 8.4%. You have to set up two different kinds of allocations for that because what you try to achieve is to earn as much in the account to produce the income that you're drawing. And what that does for you is it gives you a lot more flexibility. Your RIF's going to last a lot longer 
And it could be a situation where you might even need more money. You may have health care concerns and you have extra health costs. You need to draw more out later. So you want to be able to produce the amount of um, return to cover the amount of income that you're taking out. And that way it's going to, you know, prolong the assets in your account and give you a lot more flexibility down the line later on when you could need some more income. So again, asset allocation means how much should I have in fixed income compared to how much should I have in equities or, or, or uh, investments that are going to give me variable income? How do you put together the portfolio? Again, our team uh, specializes in this for the last 30 years and it's an allocation of fixed paying you the highest interest you can get with different types of investments and then putting in equities that give you dividends. And hopefully now, and especially now in this kind of a market, if um, when you're looking at it, because the prices have come down in so many things, you can get yourself probably somewhere between um, five and a half and six and a half percent just in straight dividends and interest today. So it's a great opportunity for people with RIF accounts to set up the account today where you can get almost the amount of income and dividends from the account and don't have to factor in any growth at all. So the asset allocation is key. And uh, finally, the number six is uh, consider tax loss reduction strategy. So um, the payments from the RIF, how should I set up the account inside of the RIF? Remember, all the uh, uh, returns that you make inside of the RIF are not taxable. How do I draw the money out of the account? Do I take it monthly, quarterly, semi-annually, or annually? I can choose that. I can change it as I go. Um, so all of those types of factors and, and setting up tax uh, reduction strategies. Also remember, if you have a LIF account, you can w- uh, unlock 50% of it. So there's lots of things to think about. The best thing about today is that we have a guidebook that's called The Six Steps to RIF Success. So if you'd like to get a copy of it, I went over things quite quickly, but it, we have an extensive explanation of that, and we have some projections in there that we could do for you as well and give you some asset allocations. All you got to do is give Dominique a call. It's one 891-2637 and ask for the six steps to RIF success. And if you'd like to get a projection, all you have to do is give her an amount of money and she'll do a projection for you and your age and she'll get do a projection for you as well in there. So one 891 2637 for the six steps to RIF success. And uh, we'll get that out to you right away. We can mail it to you or we can send it to you by uh, email. Okay, that's all the time we have for today. went by fast. Again, don't forget about our workshop on July 20th in Mississauga. And um, next week, we have a special guest, Peter Prattis from Waypoint Investment Partners. A new company is going to come on and talk about, um, you know, what they do in terms of investing. And uh, Rob Moffat, he's a director and portfolio manager at Middlefield Group, is going to talk about the great opportunities available in the healthcare center. Remember, follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Our podcasts are on Apple Music, Prime Music, and Spotify. And you can directly get us at primetimemoney, all one word, dot ca. See you next week, folks. I'm Richard Infantino, and this is Primetime Money. The strategies and advice during Primetime Money are provided for general guidance. Listeners should consult their own investment advisor when planning to implement a strategy. Interest rates, market conditions, special offers, tax rulings, and other investment factors are subject to change. Richard Infantino is an investment advisor with RBC Dominion Securities, a member of the Canadian Investors Protection Fund. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.